0: Shield your delicate sensibilities. This has explicit fucking content. Hi, my name is Angela, and I have
1: 30 years experience in the
0: adult entertainment industry. And I'm Jordana, and I bought a discount vibrator on Amazon.
1: Drift Bear.
0: Um, <laughs> wait, why? <laughs> I don't know. I saw it on there, and I was like, hmm, wonder what this is about. So bought it what was it about um it was about
1: me having an orgasm <laughs> how discounted was it was it like you know a dollar ninety
0: nine? no it was like 10 bucks I think that is still cheap yeah it was is it battery powered or do you have to plug it in it is vi- battery powered, and it has 30 different vibration patterns 30 30 which is weird because then you have to cycle through them all to turn it off. Oh, when you're done, you have to go through 30 more
1: licks to get to the, <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the center of the snuggly pop.
1: <laughs> that seems a bit much.
0: It is, but you know, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for a. For a bargain like that. So
1: in your personal opinion, do you feel like you got your money's worth with the, uh, with the bargain vibrator? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still working? I mean, it didn't die in like a week or something. No, it's still working. It's fantastic. How long have you had it?
0: About a month and a half, six
1: weeks. Nice. At some point, I think we really need to um, address the number and types of sex toys that women have. I don't know why, but I feel like women have a variety of sex toys and I don't. And I feel like maybe there's something wrong with me. I have two. I just have the one. Well, I do have two. You're right. I have two.
0: I only had one. And then I bought this one on the Amazons. So now I have two. But I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. So I have to be, I can only use plastic vibrators. And this one has like little metal beads on it at mm-hmm. the top. And I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. Um, don't they have the metal shaft? I wish everyone could see your (laughs) gesticulations right now. I feel like we really need to get serious and switch gears here. We have a sad news update about Molly O'Meara Schmidt.
1: Molly was found in the home the apartment of the man who was suspected of kidnapping her and she had been shot her family has finally been able to lay her to rest although the man accused of kidnapping her had originally fled the u.s he was soon found in mexico city and is awaiting extradition to the u.s
0: this is a sad ending to a story, but I am glad that her family was able to put her to rest. I'm glad she's able to be put to rest and that they know where she's at.
1: Yeah. And and of course, I'm very glad that they were able to catch this man and that they're already starting the wheels turning for the eventual trial.
0: If this man did it, I hope that they're able to get justice for Molly and her family. Yes. So we get this question a lot from listeners and I haven't asked it. I haven't asked you the question yet, but I think today's a good day to ask. Can't wait. When you were working in the adult entertainment industry, did you ever feel unsafe because of the job? And what could be done to make people in that job safer? I think in every position
1: that I worked in, there was at least one instance where I felt unsafe for a reason. When I was a dancer, there were occasions a customer made me feel unsafe Um, whether he was too handsy or aggressive, or, you know, after, after we closed, after my shift, I I went to leave and he's, you know, sitting out front happens to notice me and starts following me. I know that there have been times that not just myself, but other entertainers were followed home by customers. And instead of going home, once they realized that they were being followed, they went to the nearest police station. Cause you know, usually we get out late. Um, That happened to me as a, as a server it happened to me as a as a dancer and once as a manager the clubs that I was at had a ton of security we even had the last club that I was at we had off-duty police officers that ran security for us so I think that the clubs are doing what they can as far as that is concerned it's just kind of the nature of the business, guys could be less creepy. That'd be awesome. Well,
0: across the spectrum, that could be awesome.
1: Right. If they maybe just wouldn't follow people home, that would be a big help.
0: It's funny that we started talking about this because I actually had something happen to me at a strip club just as a customer. Really? I went with a coworker. It was his birthday.
1: Yay!
0: I've been working with this guy for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And my now husband went with us and a friend of mine who was a stripper at another strip club. And she also worked at my other job. So she was this guy's co-worker too. Gotcha. So we all went together. I drank a lot back then. So I was not a lightweight. I could really put alcohol away. I'd had one margarita at dinner before we went there. And I get there and the guy gives me a beer. The guy whose birthday it was, the coworker. And I'm really intoxicated immediately after he gives me the beer. Weirdly intoxicated. And I I don't think anything about it. I like to party. So I'm like... (laughs) cool (laughs) you know like I think it's awesome I'm not gonna have to drink as much or whatever he keeps getting increasingly aggressive with the dancers to the point of he bit a couple of them oh unacceptable my husband had to put him in a taxi and pay the taxi this was you know 20 years ago there weren't Ubers and Lyfts to take the guy home because he got kicked out we good. We were all horrified yeah. that we had went there with him. But I kept getting increasingly intoxicated just from that one drink he gave me like it was getting worse even though i didn't drink anymore he gave me like a water after or something and i just kept getting more fucked up by the time i got home i was incoherent i was talking crazy shit out of my head and i think that he drugged the drinks. absolutely it was just like a bad situation i don't know what would have happened if my husband had have been there taking care of me and my friend, you know, I have no clue what would have happened. Was she um also slipped something, do you think? It was strange because she always drank a lot too, but mm-hmm. she decided not to drink it all that night. Ah. She took a couple of sips out of the first beer and said she wasn't feeling well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think she was, but I think it made her feel like garbage immediately. Huh. What a- creepo
1: so after that night you still worked
0: with that guy what did you do you know what i just i can remember giving him shit about it mm-hmm. but he was just like wow, i was tore up i was just really fucked up you know just playing it off that he was yeah. too drunk to know what was going on mm-hmm. because he had i believe accidentally dosed himself because it's at some point he started like falling down When my husband put him in the taxi, he basically had to carry him there. And it was pretty early in the evening. I think he accidentally roofied himself.
1: Great. What a winner.
0: Yeah. He was from New York and he would always come to work wearing this like really expensive coat. Mm -hmm. And he told me at one point that he used to work on Wall Street. Yeah. I always wondered how the fuck he fell from <laughs> working on Wall Street to working at a gas station. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big uh, that's a big step down. Yeah, he said he just didn't want the responsibility. But who knows? Yeah, because he was a creep. Yeah, stop being creepy, people. We need way less creepy people in the world. Guess what, motherfuckers? We got some more news. We're going to take a break and return at the beginning of the year. For a new season. We've got some great shit lined up for you people. Like? Satanic feminists. Yep. We did a really good interview that I'm so excited to bring you with a satanic feminist. Go-go dancer. Sexy. We also interviewed a listener who wrote into the show who took issue with one of our other episodes. Correct. So we're going to have some great content. And, and, and some SM and m stuff. So, some freaky shit. Maybe. Is that freaky
1: shit? Are know. you kink shaming? Is that king absolutely shaming? not? No, I, I like
0: all the freaky shit. I'm down for some freaky shit. Have <laughs> you ever heard that Dr. Hook song? Which one? Freaking at the Freakers Ball. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. So, when I was a teenager, I got tickets to go see Dr. Hook live. And it was like this big deal because I love Dr. Hook. I had all these vinyl records from the 70s of Dr. Hook. Right. And little, you know, 15-year-old Jordana was tore up from the floor up to go see Dr. Hook. And I knew every word to every song. And I was the only person under like 50 that was there. <laughs> of course. So how was the show? It was amazing. I bet it was. it was. So good. I'm real jealous. And it was kind of like an intimate little venue. mm mm-hmm. And I waited after the show at their tour bus to get them to sign some things. That was fun. You know, they weren't super chatty or anything, but they signed all my shit and weren't creepy. So cool. Yeah, I love it. That's a great story. My mom actually got me the tickets because I had been listening to Dr. Hook for so long. And like she had been a Dr. Hook fan, but she didn't go with me. And I got really drunk before the show. At 15? Oh, yeah. Heaven forbid. So I was smoking at a very young age and I would take cigarettes or all the things the devil's lettuce (laughs) (laughs) both but I would wait in front of convenience stores with my lunch money if I had lunch money that day or whatever because smoky treats were like under a dollar a pack it was the 90s I would just wait for a dude with a trans am to pull up
1: and they must have been a dime a dozen
0: oh yeah and i would be like Hey, man, uh, if I give you the money, would you go in and get me a pack of cigarettes? And they would always just do it. Of course they would. Sometimes they would do it for free. They'd be like, keep your money. That doesn't happen today.
1: grab <laughs> <No. laughs> me a pack of smokes are like $10 or
0: something. <laughs> but the best time was I was in Martin County, Kentucky, and there was a man who was very obviously a pimp. He had the like little hat with a feather in it. He was in a convertible. It was all blinged out. The lady in the passenger side had on something you would see at a almost like a, a stereotype, like in a movie or something. This is how they were dressed. It was not Halloween. <laughs> she had on like fishnet stockings and a shimmery dress. So short, she needed a hairnet for it. Oh. And I approached her because I was worried about approaching him. I waited for him to go inside. And I said, would you get me a pack of cigarettes? And she was like, fuck yeah, I'll get you a pack of cigarettes. I was smoking long before I was ever fucking for money. Oh, Did she try to get you? She did not. Oh, well, how sweet. It was really sweet. Oh, and now you would get a selfie with her. <laughs> <laughs> More to today her. times. I would. She's a really nice lady. Yeah, I love it. I love it when, you know, two ladies bond over. <laughs> I don't know why I did the scissor movement. Yeah, sure you, there was no scissoring going on. <laughs> she was scissoring me with her eyes. Oh, oh my gosh. So what has been your favorite thing this season that we've done? What is your favorite thing? Talking to Dawn dawn was your favorite oh yeah hands down i love talking to her yeah
1: it was really fun i i enjoyed that a lot so um i have a special place in my heart for our very first episode it was scary and fun and wonderful and i love talking to shayla she she keeps me keeps me giggling um and i really enjoyed talking to uh honey badger also
0: because i and, got so many good sound guides <laughs> from talking to honey badger, honey badger. <laughs> That was naughty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We talked to a lot of funny people and people who had really good things to say, interesting things to say. I am so excited about putting the Rocco episode out next season. He's so
1: amazing. We were literally talking to him for like hours, right? Yeah. I mean, for hours, like the interview had long been over and we just stayed chatting, getting to know this fabulous human.
0: Yeah, he's really interesting. I'm excited about that one. I'm also excited. So excited. Did you ever see that? Do you ever see that? He might've been too old to watch. God damn it. What was the fucking name of that show Was Zach Morris and Kelly Gapowski? Oh, yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Did you ever watch the episode where the chick that was in Showgirls later, she was addicted to caffeine pills? Probably. And they were trying to get her to stop. And she's like, I'm so excited. That's her meltdown. She's singing that song and then throwing pills. That's some really deep stuff for Saved by the Bell. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, I don't specifically remember that scene. I'm sorry.
0: Because usually their deepest shit was like, will Zach Morris be nice to an overweight person? Right. It was, well, TV back then was different. Yeah. Hey, didn't the dude that played Screech, Dustin Diamond, wasn't he in a porn?
1: I believe so. Yeah, he went around. He did a tour of some of... The adult entertainment venues. And um I don't know, he had some kind of thing going on. Like, he was promoting a film or.
0: Listen, I might not look normal, but also if anyone famous as PP is online in any capacity, I look at that shit. Oh, absolutely. All of it. I watch yeah. the videos. I've seen Colin Farrell's video. A lot of these guys are super into just filming their own dicks. Yeah. We have not talked about Tommy Lee. How did we not? How have we never talked about Tommy Lee? Pork sword is what comes to mind really pork sword pork sword it's just like that when he's fucking pamela or as i like to call her from borat pamela when he's fucking pamela that shit just looked like he was gouging her with a pork sword hmm. he's super into his own dick i mean it's good looking penis it's a sort of like navel gazing but like with a dick like he you know just is super into his own dick i would be into it too but i don't know i've never looked at tommy lee's pp and thought Mm, that's some good shit. I'd like to have that. Well, I mean, I I don't, I don't want to have it
1: i just think that as far as dicks go he was you know somewhat blessed in that department
0: oh he's yeah it's it's large it's just i don't know i don't know tommy lee's dick just isn't for everybody oh he thinks it's for fucking everybody if you could see any gross person's sex tape just out of sheer curiosity maybe not even a gross person maybe just not someone other people find traditionally attractive who would it be i don't know do you already have one? Oh yeah oh oh, oh yeah. yeah
1: well tell me yours Is donald trump oh i do not i want to see
0: that shit i want to see what the fuck he's doing i want to see what's going on i want to see if it's a micro gherkin that causes Mm-mm. him to be Mm-mm. so fucking weird i want to see what kinks he has i want to see what the fuck's going on with that dude nope not interested Mm-mm. absolutely not and there's going to be all kinds of pp shaming if i ever see that pp shaming I was just thinking like somebody kind of nerdy, you know, sweet and they
1: make you laugh, like that kind of thing. Somebody who doesn't look like they'd be good in bed, but my second pick is
0: Christopher Walken. I'd be down with that. (laughs) You know who I think's really sexy though? No, that somebody I, I think somebody I think's really sexy that people like. It's Sibu Semi. I think it's because of that movie Ghost World. I don't know. It was like I was, you know, at a very tender age when that movie came out.
1: I don't know how I feel about
0: that. I mean, because he's
1: a funny dude. So, I mean, like a funny guy can get my pants any day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've had a lot of answers here and you've had no answers. <laughs> I have no answers. None today. None. Who would I want to see? Can it be? Can it be like a character? Like, could I really want to see Edward Scissorhands in action? Oh my God, that sounds cool! Right. I think that answer probably for me is that everyone. Yeah, same. I'm just a meat gazer, but like in mostly in action. I mean, sometimes not. In action is cool to you, but well, we were um, checking out some stats on our podcast, and we happened to notice that we had one UK listener.
0: Shout. If you want to get in touch with us, contact us on our social media. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks to everybody who's listened to our podcast. We love you so much. Yeah, not just the person from UK. You're all equally important. <laughs> 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 we love you. Also, to the makers of Diet Coke, I really, really love your work. I love you, Diet Pepsi. Fuck.
1: While we're on break, we will put up surveys asking questions on... You know what, you'd like to hear in the future and um, topics that you're hopefully interested in.
0: We'll be doing surveys on topics that we'll be bringing up in future episodes. So all of our listeners can answer the surveys and be part of future episodes. You can look for those on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I guess mm-hmm. we'll catch you motherfuckers on the flip flop. <laughs> oh, <flip-flop. laughs> and with that, we're, we're here, here if you need to, need talk. to talk. Did I scream?